Hey guys, welcome to the Brett Smith Podcast where we talk about sports related topics. The topic I'm going to be talking about today, NCAA Championship game just happened, Villanova versus Michigan. It was an unbelievable game, I I think so. It was pretty wild in the beginning, the first 10 minutes, I was very interested. And then it kind of dropped off when Dante DaVincio came in and ran Michigan off the floor with a 31-point game, five three-pointers, and assists and rebounds and this and that. But the two blocks that he made in that game were unreal. Now, this guy obviously got most valuable player, and it was a very impressive performance. But I just want to go and talk about a topic real fast of how Villanova is building something that could be a dynasty for a long time. I'm talking these guys could have, I would say, four championships soon. I'm I'm talking every other year these guys are going to be in the Final Four. I am dead serious. The way they're building their program, the way they're building up everything, the way they train players, the way they breed players, it's unbelievable. So for the past, I would say, five years, uh, Villanova has been a dominant force in the basketball world. Now, they've obviously choked. They've had many tournaments where they have not come out on top, and they've lost in a round of 32 in the Sweet 16, and it's been awful. They've been probably a bracket buster, and nobody's ever believed in them up until they finally made the Final Four and beat UNC on a buzzer beater. The year after that, they were hot because they had Josh Hart coming back. Once again, a four-year player out of Villanova, and they ended up getting upset in the NCAA tournament. Now, they come back the following year. They obviously had a decently young team, I would say. Josh Hart was the leading factor in that, but Mikhail Bridges and Jalen Brunson were just redshirt sophomores. They really didn't have that much experience. Now, I'm saying this right now. What I saw out of Jalen Brunson was unbelievable leadership. Mikel Bridges was just a flat out, and in this game, he's a role player because Dante uh, DaVincia was going off. But Mikel Bridges is probably one of the most underrated players, I think, out of this draft. Now, this guy can shoot. He can rebound. He's athletic. He can play defense. I think he's probably going to be one of the last picks in the draft, and that's going to be a steal. This guy's going to be a great NBA player. Now, back to Villanova and their program. The What they are doing right now is I just love it because they have guys stay in their program, get experience, and learn. Now, Michigan, I felt like they were too young of a team, and they just did not know how to come back when they got down. It was unbelievable the way Villanova came back, and it, it, it looked like the first 10 minutes, oh, God, this is going to be a barn burner. This is going to be... 56 to 55. We're going to see a last shot in the game. Buzzer beater. Michigan's probably going to come out on top. Nope. Once Dante DaVincio came in, they ran him off the floor and it was over. And they never went back. It was an unbelievable coaching job. It was an unbelievable defensive job. And it was an unbelievable player's job. Let me just say this again. Jalen Brunson, a redshirt junior. Dante DaVincio, redshirt sophomore. Mikael Bridges, redshirt junior. Are you serious right now? When have we ever heard of that in the past, I don't know, I don't know, five years? You know what I'm saying? Like, we do not see that. We usually see freshmen, 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 a see you later, we'll talk to you next time in the draft. Dante DaVincio's coming back. He came off the bench and scored 31 points. 
Spectacular. One of the top five performances of NCAA of all time. You can argue with me that all day long. It was an unbelievable performance. Jalen Brunson, probably, he won the player of the year. And he won the national championship. And he's probably not even going to get the credit he deserves. And he's probably not going to get drafted as high as he should have. Jalen Brunson got taken out got taken out by Dante DaVincio in that game. And Jalen Brunson showed great leadership in that game the whole step of the way. Mikel Bridges played fantastic, making role plays all around. And it was an unbelievable game. Now, it was a blowout. Don't get me wrong, and we're probably going to see Villanova. I'm not dead serious about this. I am dead serious about this. We're probably going to see them in the Final Four next year because they are built to have a dynasty because they breed players, and it's just the way it should be done in college. I don't like this one-and-done stuff. I'm sorry. I understand you want to go make money in the NBA, but most of the times, guys aren't ready to go to the NBA. You really think Dante DaVincio... Is it more ready than Trey Young to go to the NBA right now? You think Trey Young is going to do better than Dante DaVincio in the NBA? Tell me right now. Who's going to have a better rookie year when Dante DaVincio goes off and leads a team to a Final Four next year? And Trey Young's out there probably going to be sitting on the bench because he's not going to be able to make shots. Guy's going to play up on him. And what's he going to do? He's going to drive and go against six foot three guys. I do not like one and done at all. I think it's a bad concept. I think it needs to be fixed. I think guys need to at least stay till their junior year. And it's just better for the NBA because you're getting better players. Look at Kyle Kuzma. Guess what? Two years in the NBA, uh, two years in college, and guess what he's doing in the NBA? Scoring 27 points, averaging probably 19. He's the best rookie on his team. What was Lonzo Ball? One and done. And everybody's saying, oh, what if this? What if that with Lonzo? What if he becomes a great shooter? What if he becomes a great play, uh, great leader? You know what I mean? Kyle Kuzman's giving them all, their, uh, all he was worth. And he was one of the last picks. Tell me how you skip on guys like Jalen Brunson, who shows great leadership, great handles, great defense, and wins a national title and is a winner and gets passed up. Mikael Bridges shows great leadership, shows great shot, shows great athleticism. He's probably going to get passed up too. Dante DaVincio, I guarantee you, 100%. And you can argue with me this all they want. Skip Bayless said it this morning. He said, Dante DaVincio will probably not get picked, I don't think, top 10. I don't think he'll get picked top 20. Because, I, this is blunt here, he's white. Name... A white shooting guard in the league today that starts. You probably are, you're gonna have to think about it, but I already know off the top of my head it's JJ Redick. Now it's just not common in the NBA. It's just what it is. It's just what it is. You just don't see white shooting guards and point guards in the NBA. Gordon Dragic, Gordon Dragic, JJ Redick. Those are the only two guys I think off the top of my head. White American. No. Let's let's break it down to white American ball players. He's probably not going to get picked because Goran Dragic came from the Euro League. That man is a savage. But Dante DaVinci is not going to get picked because it's just not in the nature of drafting players. You see, black players get drafted, and I'm talking just shooting guard and point guard position more than white guys, more than white shooting guards do.
I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it, it's the way it is in the NBA. And it is what it is, but I'm taking Jalen Brunson, I'm taking Mikel Bridges, and I'm taking Dante DiVincio over any of the guys that are coming into this draft prospect. I understand you got athleticism, talent, but I'm just saying this right now. I want a guaranteed guy that has a winning attitude and not DeAndre Aiden who's going out in the first round. You know, DeAndre Aiden can take anybody, supposedly. Every, I guarantee you everybody picked Arizona to be in their Final Four just because DeAndre Aiden was on their team. What happened? He probably didn't try. He's probably thinking, oh, if I lose, whatever, I'm going to go to the NBA. I want a guy that's, that has talent and is going to work his butt off to be the best. I don't see that with Trey Young. I see Trey Young with naturally talented athleticism, a naturally talented shot, a naturally talented passing, but I don't see the work ethic. I think this kid's lazy. I think he doesn't work hard. I think late in games, I, I see him disappear a little bit. against the big t- again, In the Big 12, I didn't see him come up big. I saw him put up fantastic numbers, but I'd see him come up big. Maybe in the beginning of the season, but not at the end. When you see all these guys lose to 8 seeds, 10 seeds, 15th, 14th seeds, how do you want that type of mentality in your franchise? Now, Paul Pierce said this, I think it was a couple years ago. You know, I see all the talent and stuff. You know, you can say, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can do that. You can compare it to any other player. But what's your mentality? Do you got a killer attitude that you're going to, oh, I'm going to make this last shot. Oh, we're going to win this game. We're not seeing that out of our generation at all. But I see in Dante DiVincio, he's down by seven. He's coming into the game off of the bench. He says, we're winning this game. I want guys like that in the NBA. We're just not seeing it nowadays. I'm just going to be frankly honest with you. It's just facts. All right, guys, that's all I got to say today. Villanova, national champions once again. Probably going to see a dynasty out of them. Dante DiVincio is coming back. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys later.